0: Welcome to Preaching Points, the podcast of the Haddon Robinson Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. We're so glad you could join us. today we hear the insight of Haddon Robinson as he discusses why the church needs both evangelistic scholars and scholarly evangelists.
1: It was the year 1704. Two men were born that year. Uh, One man was uh, Jonathan Edwards. Jonathan Edwards was a, a learned pastor in Massachusetts. Yale University has uh, taken his sermons and reprinted them, and he is uh, termed as one of the three great intellectuals that the United States has ever produced. Uh, he was a man who, in 1756, preached a sermon called uh, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. It was a strange sermon for a man like uh, Jonathan Edwards to preach, but he preached it with passion and to the people of his day, they responded. And there was a great movement of God in uh, New England. The historians call it the Great Awakening. Jonathan Edwards was a scholar with an evangelist's heart. The other man who was born in 1704 was John Wesley. (laughs) And John Wesley was an evangelist. The whole Methodist movement came out of his preaching. But he was also a scholar. As he rode on horseback week after week for thousands of miles, he uh, edited a Greek New Testament. He was an evangelist, (laughs) but he was also a scholar. It strikes me that those two men model a great truth. We need scholarly evangelists and evangelistic scholars. Unfortunately, we've had people who were evangelists who seem to uh, have very little to say, story after story with nothing in between. Uh, the kind of preaching that is popular but profitless. The good evangelists are people who have taken the Bible seriously and have studied it and understand it. And when we do evangelism, we need to be sure that we understand the message of the gospel, understand it clearly, and as pastors and leaders, understand the attacks upon it. We need scholarly evangelists. We also need evangelistic scholars. We need people who take the Bible seriously, who know how to read it, and some in the Hebrew, some in the Greek. Uh, People who uh, love their books. But uh, we need those kind of people to have a passion and a heart for the lost. Uh, You've met some of them in a seminary folks who can attend great conferences, scholars attend, but on the other hand, uh, they have a love for Jesus Christ, and when they're with non-Christians, they're able to speak to them effectively about the gospel. I have a friend like that, Old Testament scholar, (laughs) passes muster in any scholarly group and yet again and again, I have seen him as he has met people on planes or even a Starbucks, uh, begin a conversation and before long, is able to share the gospel. We need that today, don't we? So my plea is simply, wherever you are in the spectrum, <laughs> if you've got an evangelist's uh, gift, then don't give up on the study. And if you've got the ability to do scholarly work don't give up on evangelism, because we need scholarly evangelists and evangelistic scholars.
0: And so I hope that helps you think about how you can use evangelism and scholarship in your preaching. Extensive studying of the Bible and other books is necessary, but so is outreach to people in the heart of the gospel. Ed and Robinson, on this classic episode of the Preaching Points podcast, a product of the Haddon Robinson Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Our center is constantly trying to promote excellence in preaching. So check out one of our Big Idea forums. One of our preaching faculty will walk through a passage of scripture determining a central idea and discussing sermon form and then answering any questions that you might have. You can join by Zoom from anywhere in the world. So for more information about that, visit our website at gcts.edu and look for those big idea forums. Well, thanks for listening. See you next time on Preaching Points.